This is the show Procrastination Pals. We talk about who's what, when's, why's and how's. Two best friends with solid gold hearts. We record our thoughts, observations and farts. I'll get around to the backing track later. Procrastination Pals. The fuck we call Procrastination Pals. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Welcome to Procrastination Pals. For what you're doing when you should be doing something else... I am the heathen of procrastination, Dan Morganti. I'm Josh. Awesome. Let's get into it. Uh, This week's episode will be focused on the SCP Foundation, which is a collaborative fiction project, uh, fair use or creative commons or whatever. So, um, yeah, I read them before I go to sleep. They're really cool. Um, But Before we dive into that, Dan. Yes. What have you been procrastinating with this week? Yeah, I was going to get to it. I was just, just <laughs> I letting, thought you were just putting it off. No, letting the lead, the, letting the listeners know uh, what's what's about to come up, so they're not so shocked when uh, we finally do reveal. Um, keep them hungry. How have I been procrastinating? I've been playing a game called Noita, which is uh, Noita, which is Finnish for uh, sorcerer or witch or oh, okay. uh, wizard. Yeah, you start off as a little, it's a pixel art game and you start off as a wizard out the mouth of a cave and you've got two wands and a vial of some potion, like it's randomly generated. So you enter the cave and you've it's got- a bit of ammunition for a wizard. Yeah, and you can shoot spells. Like you, the first ones you start with have basic spells. Mm-hmm. Also, every pixel in the game is simulated so you can destroy every pixel if you've got a power, powerful enough wand, okay. powerful enough spells. Um, at the end of every level, What's you What's the potion do? Uh, there's different ones. There's like uh, Flamuxium, which like uh, changes around all your control. So up is down, left Flummoxed. is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's Berserkium, which gives you more damage, but makes your a, uh, range and, a, and aim really poor. So you miss and it, when you do hit, it's, it hits hard. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Unstable Teleportatium, which teleports you around the map somewhere and can put you in a really dangerous situation. Sometimes I feel like the naming of spells gets a little bit lazy. Yeah, well... Unstable Teleportatium. These are Finnish people. <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Um, anyway, I've been playing that, and it is a lot of fun, but I'm also terrible at it. Um, what about you, Josh? The, not necessarily procrastinating, but what's been happening in your life? Um, oh, look, honestly, not not a whole heap still, as always. Uh, no, but I, I've been looking and getting pretty deep onto criminal psychology videos on the internet lately, yeah. which has been, um, yeah, dark. It's been a dark couple of weeks, <laughs> to be honest. And I find myself just very casually watching videos about people being dismembered whilst eating and then not feeling too much and I, I think that's a worry i think i've yeah i think i've been alone too long. what are you eating oh just cereal meats meats, oh, meats is a different story boiled yeah. meats yeah. <laughs> boiled meat is disgusting Ugh, yeah uh, that and canned meat chicken in a can yeah chicken in a can's gross Fucking gross as soon as it gets like that jelly the, mm. the gel around it or even spam i have an issue with what yeah, is it? I think spiced ham i think everyone has an issue with spam people eat it but they must. Have you ever tried? No, have you? No, but there's cans of it down at the supermarket. You ever seen those that meat that's like uh, got a thousand percent of your daily sodium intake? Like uh, Spam's like one of them, or the company that makes Spam makes the same product. It's got Gross. Like, so to eat a full can of that is like 10 days worth of your salt intake. Fuck. Yeah, pretty gross. Um, yeah. Mystery meats. Yeah, not, not for me. What about uh, anything that's happened to you physically? 
Oh, alluding to the injury. Yeah, um, well, I, I broke my collarbone. And how did you do that? Recently. Um, I was riding my bicycle and I do feel like it is the, the um, official badge of honor that you're now a cyclist once you break a collarbone. Very really? common cycling. Yeah. All the Tour de France guys, all the real cyclists, they've all got fuck collarbones. Ah, well. Otherwise, I, you're, not, you're just not riding hard enough. You I know? guess not. I'm not happy to it. not be a real cyclist. I'll just ride my bike with the knowledge that I'm not a real cyclist and have all my bones intact. Sounds a lot more fun than what happened, I tell you. Mm. Uh, no, but it was riding my bike and, and it got um, clipped by a car and, and uh, uh, fell off. And then the, the, the cunt, yeah, the cunt didn't stop. So it was a little uh, hit and run. Which was a bummer, but um, all things considered. Uh, what a piece of shit. Yeah, man. Look, and look, I did think, I was trying to make up, think in my mind, did this person realize or did they, they panic or were they just drunk or, or like just all of the different options? And they, they hit someone with a car. They would have noticed. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're pumping music or maybe it was a little a, a granny. You know, and she just didn't quite click and then was trying to find somebody to U-turn and couldn't. I, I don't know, man. Like, like, I'm trying not to get too hard. All right, you broke your collarbone. No need to go bashing elderly drivers here. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Yeah, um, yeah but it, like honestly, all things considered, it was fine. My head was good. It, it felt like I landed just directly on my collarbone and rolled over and that was it because I didn't have any other cuts or scrapes. I had a couple of bruises, but um, it was literally just the collarbone. So um, yeah, spent the night in the hospital. Had sur- that, that happened maybe... Couple of weeks back, had surgery a week ago, we'll call it, and it's all sort of coming up, coming up good. And uh, thankfully for um, where we are in in Australia, the, the the traffic commission here covers it if it's a it's a road accident, so I haven't had to pay for anything, nice. which is nice. That's good when the government sort of comes through. Yeah, I also it's the same company that I once did an ad for. So ah. now all things considered, I'm coming up on nearly 80 grand out of these fuckers. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I don't have any of it. Can't show you any, but. Thank you, TAC. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. So like I said, we're discussing the SCP Foundation today. That's enough about your pain, Josh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, you've had an operation as well. You're, you're doing fine. I'm pieced back together. Yeah. Uh, you also had a manicure as well. Not I did. That, yeah. Uh, a little um, self-love. It was good. Uh, I feel like um, I've had a pedicure before. Didn't feel it wasn't for me. Mm. Just people touching my feet, like a stranger. I just felt bad for them. I know it's their job, and how they get paid for it, but um, it still just felt. I think it's like something inherent in the class system that I've grown up in. I don't want to pay someone to clean my feet. Mm, feet are gross. I'll just do it for myself. But feet. the hands, I was like, yeah, cool. I can sit here, look at you. Despite try and talk, they don't want to talk to you. Whatever class structure uh, is involved, yeah, uh, I I don't care. I just don't want. To touch people's feet. What about, I'll, I'll, what about would, them touching yours? Yeah. I'll pay them to do it, for sure. Pay them to do it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's something you really do. <laughs> yeah. I don't, want anyone, I don't want to touch anyone's feet, but fuck, I'll pay you to touch mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and talk dirty to you while you do. They're yeah. grotty, aren't they? Got a few ingrown toenails, so they're uh, gross. <sighs> and feet always stink as well. Yeah, well. Anyway, moving on. SCP Foundation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. So basically, I became aware of this maybe a year and a half ago. Um, just stumbled upon one of them uh, mentioned in a Reddit article, I think. Um, but it's a fictional organization. Uh, SCP stands for Secure, Contain, Protect. Uh, and uh, the articles are written like a report from an extra governmental agency called the SCP Foundation, like I just said. 
um, but they're written with like uh, a rating. So the ratings are like Kita, which is like a world-ending event, and Euclid, which is like a abnormal, anomalous entity, which is like, and they deal with like uh, they call it anomalous materials, which is things that go beyond the explanation of modern physics and biology and any scientific understanding of what's possible. So we're talking about really a- Area 51 type stuff. Yeah, kind of. Uh, there, there are a few alien stories in here. Because it's a, a a collaborative project, like it's under the Creative Commons license or whatever, and you can you, anyone can write an article for it, um, and but it's voted up, so the best ones rise to the top because... Um, yeah, if it's good, it gets votes. If it's not, it doesn't get any votes. Um, and uh, the the stories are all like brought in from monomyths that you may have heard of, like uh, like there's all ghosts and mm-hmm. um, aliens and like black holes and extra dimensional things. Like there's a lot of um, uh, teleporting kind of stuff where you where people end up in alternate dimensions and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of like a X Factor Doctor Who. Yeah, a little bit. Like uh, each story, uh, some stories refer to other SCPs as well. They're called like an SCP is one of the objects that they're looking after and they're labeled as such. So SCP dash number 996 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're so they're all labeled and numbered. And so they all have their item number, their object object class, which I mentioned before, Euclid, Keter. There's a few more oh, safe as well. Like if it's being neutralized. They're just chill. Um, and yes, yeah, so, and then there's the special containment procedure, how the item is handled. So this doesn't give the this. I think this is where the writing in this really shines, is that it it describes how the item is contained and not the item itself first. So you're reading about it, and it's like, oh, why does it need to be contained in a five by five meter box submerged in acid? Like, mm-hmm. what is this thing that's so dangerous that that's how it's got to be contained? And then it goes into the description, and it tells you a little bit more about what the item is um a pug yeah a pug that's uh like randomly uh shits gold or something didn't like realize that. but that that is like osmosis from men in black ah because <laughs> i was like what's like an alien kind of creature that's just every day i was like pugs i was like why frank why the pug? fuck that men in black still yeah. still knocking on so, certain parts yeah, of my brain I, I guess it's kind of got like a bit of men in black to it like it's a shadowy agency that you don't really know um i did i did some uh digging on it as well just to find like what the first one was and you may have seen the image around it, it's just like a giant concrete statue of a like almost baby shaped fetus type yeah it's like it's like eight uh like eight foot tall concrete statue it's got it's a big it's, fetus it's got a weird painting on the face that kind of resemble on the head which kind of resembles a face but not really and um but yeah anyway i'll just read you the first scp that was ever made and this is like spawned the entire genre this i think this website's been going for like 12 years yeah it started in 2008 which yeah, going strong pretty cool um, so this is SCP-173, which uh, so item number and then object class Euclid, and like Euclid are often like standalone, just entities that are dangerous but not have no way of really ending the world. They're just we can't explain how they operate or they defy any explanation by science, but they're um, kind of a solo gunman type. Yeah, thing. yeah, a little bit. 
um, like some of them like are multiplying things, um, but like things like that, they often become key because it's like if they just keep multiplying, if, if they keep multiplying, they'll take over the Viral. world. Yeah. Um. So item SCP. SCP-173 is to be kept in a locked container at all times. When personnel must enter SCP-173's container, no fewer than three may enter at any time and the door is to be relocked behind them. At all times, two persons must maintain direct eye contact with SCP-173 until all personnel have vacated and relocked the container. So that's the special containment procedure, which is... you know, I also love the idea of two people trying to maintain eye contact with one object person at once. Yeah. Because either it's going cross-eyed or it's just kind of just going. Like yeah. Well, it it doesn't. Tennis neck. The thing is, it doesn't move at all. So oh. the the idea. So so I'll go on to the description. Move to site site nineteen. Also, there's a whole like backstory in history. There's all these sites around the world, and mm-hmm. um, there's one called I think it's site thirteen, which doesn't exist in our timeline, but uh, in another timeline or dimension, uh, it was a, it's a similar agency, SCP agency. Um, but they're a little bit more loose cannon, a little bit more experimental, and something fucks up at the at their facility, and they use a an, an SCP that they have contained, which is a temporal dislocator or something, and it basically tears site thirteen rips them from the from reality. their reality, and and it shows, and it's so that in their reality it was in Antarctica, but it ends up showing up in our reality in uh, like the Nevada desert Earth. or something, um, and yeah, there's a whole story about. Um, that which is like that one's one of the longest but creative. best best creative ones because it also brings in a lot of other SCPs to describe it and whatever. Um, what do you think the the, the difference is as the people from SC, SBC thirteen is what they're just SBC like, the fruit SBC company. SBC the fruit company. <laughs> well, that's all it is. They just yeah. actually make fruit. Well, they they describe it so like there there's people who come up again and again in a lot of these SCP writings. Like Doctor Bright is one of them. Um, who I think is an immortal being because he's a soul trapped in a gemstone and anyone who wears the gemstone, he inhabits their body until such time as they die and someone else wears the amulet. Worst GP ever. Yeah. <laughs> but he's kind of got like, he's kind of psychotic because he doesn't have any attachment to anyone because everyone dies around him and yeah. whatever. And um, he's just- And like, he's a gemstone. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the gems don't give a shit. I about might him. be getting that wrong, but that's definitely one of the SCPs. Someone who's like trapped in a soul, uh, whose soul is trapped in a stone, and, and yeah. So, description: Move to Site Nineteen in 1993. Origin is as of yet unknown. It is constructed from concrete and rebar with traces of Krylon brand scr- uh, spray paint. SCP-173 is animate and extremely hostile. The object cannot move while within direct line of sight. Line of sight must not be broken at any time with SCP-173. Personnel assigned to enter container are instructed to alert one another before blinking. Object is reported to attack by snapping the neck at the base of the skull or by strangulation. In the event, so, of- can, I, can I pause you here for one second? Yeah, I just think um, that just the way that you're explaining this, I want you to keep on, keep on, just keep on doing that for me. Um, I'm just going to put this on. This isn't going to get us uh, no, 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 locked down or whatever. No, or, sir, no, 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 called, no uh, copyright strike. Um. In the event of an attack, personnel are to observe Class 4 hazardous object containment procedures. Personnel report sounds of scraping stone originating from within the container when there is no one present inside. This is considered normal and any change in this behaviour should be reported to the acting HMCL supervisor on duty. The reddish-brown substance on the floor is a combination of faeces and blood. Origin of these materials is unknown. 
the enclosure must be be cleaned on a bi-weekly basis. So that's Sorry, I just thought I'd put that on. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just raising the production value of, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. of procrastination pals now. Yeah. Um, so basically, that's the first one that was ever made. And it showed up on uh, 4chan, which is a website uh, yeah. known for um, pedophilia and hatred and uh, other things of that nature. Good place to start. Yeah. Um, but since that time, that's basically spawned this entire website, which if you really want to, you can go read a few of these articles and write your own and they get voted with the best ones remain and i think the uh, other ones if they don't get any traction just fall into obscurity but there's some really good ones there like the one that's um that i like and i was explaining to you earlier is um scp uh 426 uh which is a toaster that can only be described in the third in the first person so like i'll, I'll read this one uh, scp 426 object class Euclid special containment procedures. I am to be sealed in a chamber with no windows through which I may be viewed. The door to my chamber must be a label completely unrelated to my designation or identity. In order to prevent unintended spread of my primary effect, only level 3 and above personnel are to know of my presence and particularly of my properties. Assigned personnel are to be rotated out on a monthly basis to prevent contamination by my secondary effect. Psychiatric evaluation is mandatory at the end of the month. If personnel are deemed unaffected, they may be reassigned to me no less than four months after their last rotation with me. Any affected personnel to be given a Class C amnestic and transferred to a different site. So, description. Hello, I am SCP-426. I must be introduced this way in order to prevent ambiguity. I am an ordinary toaster, able to toast bread when supplied with electricity. However, when any human being mentions me, they inadvertently refer to me in the first person. Despite all attempts, there is yet to be a way to speak or write about me in the third person. When in my continuous presence for over two months, individuals begin to identify themselves as a toaster. Unless forcibly reinstated, or unless forcibly restrained, these people will ultimately harm themselves in their attempts to em- emulate my standard functions. So, so it's just shelving a, bread. Yeah. So when I read that one, I'm like, that's very clever. But I read, I'm like, that is uh, someone who's like, I'm going to write one as a writing exercise and then it like caught on it's actually quite humorous and like um it goes on like they they've got experiment logs and 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 how am i contained oh, oh fuck yeah sorry how is the toaster contained yeah you can't even say that you can't you go how am i contained shit sorry how am i, am I contained? contained oh god no how how am i contained how? yeah sorry i just got a real craving for bread yeah give me a second yeah and like it goes on to say that like it was found in the home of a family but like everyone in the house was basically but one was dead no one person uh tried to plug themselves into an electric electrical socket and and died uh one person uh overindulged on bread and their stomach uh, tore open they passed out and died and um someone else uh had had eaten two uh, slices of bread but was found uh malnourished and nearly dead because they were waiting for themselves to pop. I was going to say, yeah, there's one more with its pants off, crack up, waiting for a toast to be put in and just died to that one. Yeah, way. yeah. Um, so, like, they're all... Uh, some of them are really funny. Like, that one... I mean, the, the deaths aren't that funny, but, like, the... <laughs> I mean, fictional deaths. <laughs> yeah. That's still pretty funny. Don't, yeah. don't get too sensitive to it. Yeah, but, like, that one's a really well-written, interesting one That's that's kind of humorous. There's other ones, like... There's small ones like um, a bottle of pills. It's like SCP-49. I can't remember the exact number, but it's basically a bottle of red pills. The bottle's unmarked, but there's um, there's like 39 pills left in it, and they cure 
any ailment or disease. So if you have one, you will be cured of polio if you have it or whatever you got. Yeah. So they're they're kept locked down and like uh, anyone with uh, sick relatives or it can't be guarded by anyone with uh, sick relatives or anything because people are uh, uh, have the urge to break in and steal one for their loved ones and whatever. Um, But they keep it for you know uh, the most extreme circum like a Doctor Bright. Or you know a doctor who knows knows too much, and they need to keep him alive for whatever reason. Just holding it for the one percent. Yeah, that's all. And then there's some really gruesome ones. Like there's a they call him the old man. He's a ghost that, uh, or like a ethereal being who they they keep him in a. Uh, wait, what's his um? You say ethereal? Yeah, eth- ethereal? ethereal. Ethereal. I think it's ethereal. Ethereal. Maybe I'm wrong. Ethereal. No, ethereal sounds right. It's probably right. But also, I don't think I'm wrong by saying ethereal. Also, I, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's an accent issue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy can uh, like basically uh, move through walls, but any wall he moves through leaves like a sticky gray brown splotch on the wall, which is like- What a grub. Incredibly uh, acidic and like melts things. And um, I love the idea that he just passes through the wall and turns around, jerks off onto it, spits on it and walks away, keeps yeah. moving. It's like, you didn't have to do that. No, nah, he didn't, but he does. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, this is like one of the most highly rated ones. Uh, so this is SCP-106 uh, and he's got to be kept in a, like basically a giant sphere with um, different construction around it, like uh a room that has doors that lead nowhere, and uh, and like it's la- mm-hmm. and it's layered. So each room, every time he moves out of a room, he's, he moves into another room that's like got uh, you know, doors that lead nowhere and hallways. And so to basically to confuse Just him, a labyrinth ball. Yeah, and he has a um, like a dormant period where he just wherever he stands, he stands there for a, any period of time, six months to a year or whatever. And then he'll start moving around looking for a victim again. And they, what they do to satiate him is they just grab a young woman and break her legs and drop her in one of the Aww. holes. And, the, and then he finds her. And apparently- Why a young woman? What's that? Why not just a, like, anyone? Because uh, he's like- They call him the old- Criminal. They call him an old man as well. Um, so he looks like an old decaying man. He's, and he just- He's got like bright blue eyes. Trying and, to suck out some youth, huh? Yeah. Uh, so that one's- pretty grim because he uh, takes him to a pocket dimension as well and tortures them there and whatever and also like <laughs> breaking their legs is that for his pleasure could, could uh, you just, think, no, could, you could just tie him up I, you? <laughs> yeah. like oh fuck it break their legs yeah I think drop just, them in just so uh, they can't go anywhere and they they're in pain so they scream because if they just tie him up they're, they're likely not to may scream not and them. may not be found before he escapes so Ugh. yeah it's pretty gross um so, the next one is like SCP-914, object class safe. So, special containment procedure. Only personnel who submit a formal request and receive approval from site command may operate 914. SCP-914 is to be kept in research cell 109B with two guard personnel on duty at all times. Any researchers entering 109B are to be accompanied by at least one guard for the in- entirety of testing. A full list of tests to be carried out must be given to all guard personnel on duty. Any deviation from the list will result in termination of testing, forcible removal of personnel from 109B, and formal discipline at site command's discretion. Warning, at this time, no testing of biological matter is allowed. Refer to document 109B, parentheses 117. Applying the rough setting to explosive materials is not advised. So, 
SCP-914 is a large clockwork device weighing several tons and covering an area of 18 square meters, consisting of screwdrives, belts, pulleys, gears, springs, and other clockwork. It is incredibly complex, consisting of over 8 million moving parts comprised mostly of tin and copper, with some wooden and cloth items observed. observed. Observation and probing have showed no electronic assemblage or any form of power other than the mainspring under the selection panel. Two large booths, 3 meters by 2.1 meters by 2.1 meters, are connected via copper tubes to the main body of SCP-914. Labeled intake and output, between them is a copper panel with a large knob with a small arrow attached. The words rough, coarse, one-to-one, fine, and very fine are positioned at points around the knob. Below the knob is a large key that winds the mainspring. When an object is placed in the intake booth, a door slides shut and small bell sounds. If the knob is turned to any position and the key wound up, SCP-914 will refine the object in the booth. No energy is lost in the process and the object appears to be in stasis until the output booth door is open. Intense observation and testing have not shown how SCP-914 accomplishes this, and no test subject has ever been observed inside SCP-914 during the refining process. The process takes between 5 and 10 minutes, depending on the size and objects being refined. And when I said refining process just then, I uh, did air quotes, uh, even though the listener will not be able to see them. Air quotations. Yeah. Um, So, what do you think this thing does? Uh, Tells the time. No. No. Uh, is it like a body disposal unit or something? I mean, it's talking about obviously refining. Mm. Um, yeah, some sort of big meat grinder. Yeah, it's you kind of like you or kind soul of or like you know. I think it's 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 it maybe intakes something human, whatever like on whatever level that is for to feed itself or for power. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I can get how you you get to that conclusion, but I'll read because I, I heard half of that. Yeah. I'll be okay. There was a lot of numbers thrown out, and I was like, oh, "Fuck." Okay. Yeah. Maybe I should have refined this before I did it. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, who cares? Could use this one. Mm. Well, it's got like uh, a, a deadum, which is like test logs. Um. So it says like input one kilo of steel setting rough output pile of steel chunks of various sizes appearing to be cut by laser. So input one kilo of steel setting one to one. One kilo of steel screws come out. <laughs> Input one kilo of steel setting fine. One kilo of steel carpet tacks come out. Input one kilo of steel setting very fine. Output several gases that dissipated into the air quickly and one gram of an unknown metal resistant to heat of 50,000 degrees, impossible to bend or break with any force, and near perfect 1.6 by 10 to the power of negative 75 conductor of electricity. So it like. I'm saying what you're saying. So, so it converts certain matter. It converts any matter, yeah, into... So if I was to jump in, I'd come out as like a one millimeter cube well, of human flesh. Oh, they did a human test? They of course they fucking did. Down at, yeah, down at one point, they do a human test. Uh, First of all, we broke their legs. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the... No purpose, st- but that's just the... That's standard sort of the operating... around here. Standard operating uh, procedure, yeah. Um, so... Input, subject, D-186. Oh, also, there's a whole uh, section on D-class personnel, which are usually criminals or sometimes people with uh, delayed mental capacity if, if it's like something that affects uh, people with high intelligence or like... Mm-hmm. So, D-class personnel are often criminals that they force to basically be in the vicinity of an SCP to test it. So, subject D-186, male Caucasian, 42 years old, 108 kilos, 185 centimeters tall, setting one to one. Name? Gary. <laughs> let's <laughs> humanize you know, let's him. Let's think about this poor yeah. bloke. 
Um, he has a name. It's D186. No, it's not. It's Gary Myers, <laughs> right. and he had a family, Daniel. Output. Male Hispanic, 42 years old. <laughs> 100 kilos, 188 centimeters tall. Subject was very confused and agitated. Subject attacked security personnel. Subject terminated. Name, Fabiano Rodriguez. Yeah. All right. So, subject D187. Male Caucasian, 28 years old, 63 kilos, 173 centimeters tall. Setting, very fine. And then, because it's like a, a document uh, that's like, it's got data expunged and blackout mm-hmm. parts all the time. So, it starts with data expunged. Subject escaped from test chamber, killing eight guards, as well as Dr. Blacked Out and Dr. Blacked Out. Lockdown initiated. Subject causes containment failure at three SCP areas in continued escape attempt. Special re- response team engages subject, resulting in severe wounding of subject. Partial memory loss in special response team members and corrosive damage to plumbing. Subject expired several hours later, dissolving in into blue ash and blinding nearby research team. Biological testing with SCP-914 discontinued. <laughs> so, like... They basically like put in a regular person and put the setting to very fine. And then out walks some hottie and just, just a, seduced everyone around him. Everyone's like, damn, Basically a, a superhero or like a Something. super villain because they put in a D-class personnel. So he's kind of like a- What was the first setting? Uh, just fine? Rough. Rough. Oh, rough. I, I skipped a few, but they put, in a, uh, they put in a small white mouse and they put it on rough. And the output is a badly mutica- mutilated corpse showing signs of crushing and cutting with high heat. Of a mouse? Well, uh, mutilate, yeah, uh, uh, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. So, what, so uh, what was the setting that got someone from a Caucasian male to a Mexican man? One to one. Okay, good. Thank God. I was <laughs> yeah. like, hang on. Is, did they say it was R- rough, rough to get no, to Mexico? No, That's no, fucked. No. Okay, one to one. One to one. Yeah. So it's, just, so, it's just... Uh, <laughs> They put in just a, a, a guy and out just, just pops like a very subtle, similar guy. Oh, God. I thought it was just going to be subtle racism in there for a second. I was no. like, wait, did you say the rough one turned no, out? Like I think no. it's just to show that the one-to-one setting doesn't accurately like reproduce, but does a fairly yeah. consistent um, change in, in something. So, it changes, but not... Uh, it's not like a racist a, machine. It's like, what's yeah. the difference between you and a Mexican? Yeah, man? not Nothing. a racist machine, but yeah, how, like... That's a pretty cool... Let's go. Yeah. yeah. I'm done with that. Yeah. And like the the list goes on. I could go on and on with uh, these SCPs there. I'm sure you could. Yeah. Um, there's ones of like uh, a machine that uh, grows exponentially with any metallic object that uh, attaches to it. So, if you touch a bit of steel to it, it just automatically like instantly welds to it and adds to the machine. It's kind of and just it- like a hyper, hyper powerful magnet. No, it's not- like, like if you could not just get... Well, you know. It's- yeah, I know what you mean. But it's like the machine... Uh, is like also like all iron and it's like got gears and, and it's always moving. And the only thing they can get it to stop is to submerge it in salt water so it rusts shut. Mm, and cool. if anyone spends too much time with it, they start to hear the machine running, even if it's not. And people it drives people crazy. Freaking and, out. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it grows with any uh, metal. I can't remember what it's like object. It could be Keter because like it has no theoretical end to its... Uh, capacity yeah yeah and there's another one where it's like continuous containment for a lot of them is is the only solution Mm. basically and there's a there's another one which is like a a building in fucking ottawa or something like that and they as soon as you enter his name is also gary yeah the building's named gary um but as soon as you enter it you are inundated with uh inexplicably uh uh expert knowledge on a particular subject so, yeah. like, um, they test it with some people and, like, 
uh, one woman goes in and she suddenly knows how nuclear reactors work mm. and like can explain all the chemical reactions involved and intimately understands how nuclear reactions work. Perfect one guy knowledge. goes in and is now able to memorize like all 900 and something Pokemon. Like, I go so, in and then I've got a good penne carbonara recipe. Yeah, basically. Like there's no rhyme or reason to what people can know, but people can know certain things. Like one guy enters and he's like a military guy with the SCP Foundation and when he enters, he, he begins to laugh and then turns around and looks at like the other people he's with and shoots like three of his uh, people because he's he obviously learnt something that they're a part of. Um, yeah. The, there's another one. This is the most brutal one by far. It's like um, it's like Procedure 119 Montauk. Like, I'm not sure I got the number right, but the way it's described, it doesn't actually tell you what the procedure is, but it's um, this procedure must take place... Uh, constantly around the clock because it may bring about the end of the world if they stop the procedure. It, basically, the SCP Foundation found a doomsday cult that um, they needed nine pregnant women uh, and these women all needed to give birth and eight of them gave birth and the, the, uh, they came in at the last moment when this the ninth woman was there mm-hmm. about to give birth, um, but they've kept her from giving birth for this long by uh, this... Um, like procedure that they're doing and it's heavily implied that it's like a giant a- cork aggressive rape and oh. and torture and stuff and they have to have d-class personnel like eight men on a on roster jesus basically around the clock t- uh, torture and they use memetic devices so they erase her memory so she never like becomes used to the pain or uh, they've got and they've got a torture around the clock and there's like eight men on a roster and they do that for a month and then they bring the men out and they wipe their memory so they don't have to know what they took part in and bring in eight more men to like torture around the clock. And really put a dampener yeah. on my giant cork but joke. Also, I'm saying I'm saying that they uh they're doing that, but it's never explicitly stated what the procedure is. Yeah. It's just like it's alluded to that it's something that's not very pleasant. So these men Some of them just go in gaslighter for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's something just it's something equally as fucked up. But or That's wild. Uh or some have speculated that it's not even, it's it's not even that bad. It's like they just have to spend time with her. But the the actual SCP is making people think that the procedure is mm. terrible. Um, and yeah, so there's there's stuff like that that's like pretty brutal. Um, there's a lot of like alien, weird alien things. Like there's the shy guy, which if you, it's a long, slender man, a long, slender thing that's like humanoid in shape. Um, and it's like kind of got the Edward Munch scream face, like, yeah, but uh, with a lot more teeth. And if you look upon its face, uh, it will tear you apart. But doesn't like to be looked at. Doesn't like to be looked at. But also, if there's a photo of it and someone's to look at its uh, face, it knows instantly that someone's seen its face and will break through any containment to reach that person to kill them. Uh, so they keep yeah. it in containment. They have to. Can you show me a photo of this? Uh no, I don't want to die. Mm. Yeah, mm. Uh, but yeah, shit like that. So, what a cool stuff. What, Pretty fun. <clears throat> what do you think? Would you ever write one? I've been thinking about yeah, writing. Yeah, hundred percent. The whole time you were talking about this, I was like, yeah, it'd be great. It's great exercise in creativity. I mean, mm. the imagination of these people, obviously, and all. I mean, it, it is akin to any sci-fi, and I was always more fantasy than sci-fi, as mm. we've discussed before. But I'm always um, more sci-fi than fantasy. Yeah, and I think, uh, but. I think the structure of it is a really interesting way to approach a new form of writing because it does take sort of um, bureaucratic rules into a creative form of writing at the same time. 
and for it to become believable that it would be part of this um, organization to have to fit within their parameters of, of their writing structure. But also the, the t- outside of that very small um, sort of rule for your writing, free reign. Like you could just go fucking crazy with it. Yeah. And that like, which is always fun. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure anyone could submit and it goes into the, um, goes into the forum and people can vote on it. And, uh, let's write one. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll do it. We'll not, not right now, but between us, we'll have a competition. See if we get the most upvotes. Oh, okay. Actually, that's a good idea. We'll come back, uh, in a few episodes time and uh, let you know how, how we went. Bring me my ribbon. Yeah. Um, or vice versa. (laughs) Good comeback, Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I think that's all we've got time for this week. Um, I've been Dan. I've been Josh. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, now, get back to work. Bye.